Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. I am Sir Slice 13. I'm sad Smirchin dies. I'm pleasantly neutral GJC. <laughs> and we are, as always, <sighs> massive nerds. So, uh, last episode we talked about Prey and She-Hulk. Go watch those. Um, and now we're going to talk about uh, one of the most controversial yet still popular things to have ever happened to television. Uh, this is now House of the Dragon, um, which I'm going to continuously call Game of Thrones not by choice because it's it just flows better than House of the Dragon. So I, if I say that, I apologize. Well, it's like calling Star Wars House Star of the Wars. Dragon. It's like calling yeah. Star Wars Star Wars. So, um, we have the first episode of the House of the Dragon. So, spoilers, hardcore spoilers, and possible triggers uh, for anybody. Um, yeah, big time triggers. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, in this episode, to put that um, like at the beginning, trigger warning, <laughs> trigger hardcore warning trigger in the general. general. So, I'm, so I'm saying this now. Um, in the video, um, like have an actual. Is trigger that warning just for me, or is it? Just... No, it's for everyone. <laughs> no. No, you switch your warning means Dan's gonna get triggered. No, this is a this is a real epidemic that people have. You know, you're not alone. You are coming forecast one hundred percent chance of trigger for me. So there we go. I am I am specifically talking about trigger warnings for contents for anybody that's gonna watch. So before we get into all these trigger warnings, I also again I want to say thank everybody for watching. I want to thank you guys for being here with me and and being my co-hosts in this show so uh, nice uh, i believe it's this way and this way i i don't know let's see yep and uh, uh thank you everyone else for being here and joining us live and or watching us on uh, on our sunday casts or whatever day i end up posting all of these because we're doing content out the ass these days which i am so enjoying um if you are enjoying it as much as we enjoy doing it Please make sure to like and subscribe uh, and uh, leave some comments. Uh, talk to us. We want to hear from you. I try and be active in all the comments. Um, uh, a shout out to uh, Easy Rider who comments on most of my YouTube videos. Um, I'll say this. Speedy recovery to you, sir. He was in a biking accident, so I hope he uh, uh, recovers soon. He's a friend of mine. Um, other than that, oh. uh, let's jump into House of Dragon. House of the Dragon. I Fuck it. Into Matt Smith with white hair. Um, I, I look, I'm, I'm on the fence. I, I'm not as, as damn it. It's going to happen. I told Dan it wasn't going to happen. We weren't going to talk about it. I'm not as scorned about game of Thrones as the rest of the world. Me either, I'm, to be I'm, honest. I'm mad about it. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. think it was, but for a whole different reason, I, but I'm also like, fuck it. Like at this point it was four years ago. Yeah. Three done. years ago. <laughs> It is so, impossible to not talk about Game of Thrones and talk about this show. So this show would I'm not exist saying, without it. And that's okay. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying, I, I'm going into this one not as scorned as as all of the world. But um, as, as a pilot, if you will, or a first episode for something, it was fine. You know, I, I enjoyed it um, as much as I enjoy characters. Um, so, you know, I, I like uh, the, the girl who plays... Renaria, Ren I can never get 
half Rhaenyra. of the, these characters' names. Rhaenyra. 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 I liked her. I think she uh, has some potential uh, for a really good character, and, and I'm really interested to see where her character goes. Matt Smith, again, I'm very intrigued as to where this character goes because he was very much the you know sore thumb uh sticking out of the rest of the cast like you look at what which i was talking about earlier with my wife was uh you look at um um fuck uh, uh varus venere venereal disease what's his name varus lord varus they're very the guy the king the the current king in this show viserys wow. um same name like everyone, as Daenerys's brother speaks... viserys all right. Mm. Everybody has like, you know, grittier, like uh, they, they just the tone of all the male voices is down here somewhere. And then Matt Smith comes in and has like his it's his voice is so much higher, which in the beginning for me at first, I was like, ah, what is this? Like, I, is this? But I think I can kind of understand what they're doing is like he's not like all the rest of the Targaryens and it's going to kind of hint towards hopefully he's not obviously he's not the Mad King, but like what? you know starts to unravel into you know like targaryen curse and the craziness and like the violence and everything of of that house so i'm intrigued uh to see where some of these characters go and 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 what happens with it you know i mean this is 172 years prior to the birth of daenerys targaryen so obviously we're not going to cover 172 years in one season or you know i don't know how many seasons it's getting we'll see how it does but we're getting 10 episodes um so you know we've kind of started to see that like the, the the building grounds of who's gonna be uh contending for the throne um you know you've got um the queen who never was i don't even remember her last name um valerian valerian and then you've got um obviously matt smith's character and then uh they've named the heir as what's her name rhaenyra so, you know, it's an, you know, you, you kind of are setting up the, the landscape, I think, a little bit with that. Um, Dan had a good point uh, when you were talking about how it was a, um, a setup show, which is interesting <clears throat> of that's the choice they made for a first episode. Okay, um, so um, but, the yeah. only reason I am watching this is because of my lovely girlfriend, Christina. Hi, Christina. Uh, Thank you, Christina, for making I... him watch this. Yeah. Um, so he's, because he's I obviously not thankful. I, I, I'm... <laughs> Shut up, George. Um, I unlike unlike these two gentlemen, I am still very salty about how things ended, and am totally going into this show with my arms crossed because because Game of Thrones was far and away my favorite show until it all went to shit. Uh, I mean, honestly, it was like, you know, there was a few steps here with like Avatar and Game of Thrones is up here. Like I, we all rewatched every season, uh, everything leading up into like the new season going into each new season. That's how much, that's how good the show was and how much there was to impact. Well, me and George did. For the first season with you. only ones uh we we i can't count how many times i've rewatched game of thrones i know and we weren't the only ones that did that there are multiple friends of mine that did that as well and so did many other people so i did not like the ending um i actually think some of the choices were good it's just we arrived there too quickly things felt too rushed didn't feel organic i was disappointed to put it lightly uh and i 
just I still haven't gotten that taste out of my mouth. So to go into this show, to have the first episode be what is clearly a setup episode is very cocky and bold of them. You do not have the premiere episode of a show be a setup episode. You have the first episode there to grab you. Now you could say it was because they're going off the previous, you know, a wave of Game of Thrones. And so maybe they don't need to run and get right into it. And I suppose that's okay. That being said, I wasn't grabbed. I was in, I think there was some good character work here. I think there were some good performances, but otherwise it felt very run of the mill. Nothing stuck out to me as this didn't feel special to me. This felt kind of like, okay. So I obviously have some uh, previous opinions to get over and I understand that. And I recognize that that being said, I don't think there was a whole lot to talk about. It was okay. There was nothing to write home about. Nothing was amazing or anything. I think it was just okay. And so I hope they step it up because if this is the tone they set moving forward for this, this doesn't seem like it's going to come close to the early seasons of Game of Thrones. Can I ask something? Yeah. What do you remember from the first episode of Game of Thrones? Uh, I remember being enthralled. Enthralled? Yeah. When was the last time I mean, you watched it? Uh, I don't know. Probably before see the premiere of season eight, so 2019. Okay. I think. I mean, it's. I mean, I I watched I it with think you. If you look at I was that in. episode, and you look at this episode, you'll find a lot of similarities. A lot. A lot of similarities. I just remember liking the characters and being intrigued to see where it went, and I don't feel that way. I am My second question is, is, when you watched Game of Thrones, the first episode, did you watch it in when it first premiered, one episode? Or did you watch a, were you able to watch more than one episode in a row? Oh, I don't know. I was with you. I guess we were able you to were watch, able more, to than watch more than one episode in a row. Yeah. What the fuck? That makes a huge difference. And for you, like, you, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? It That's, makes kind of that... a huge difference. Clown music makes an excellent point. Bran gets thrown out of the window in the first episode. Yeah, Bran gets that thrown out. Go, that was oh, the only shit. Thing. That was like a big that, thing at the end. You're right. There was a hook, is, and maybe that, that is what that's is a missing. Huge hook. There is nothing from yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that in, is what is missing in in the in the first in the first episode of this that there wasn't a hook. And Dan has a really good point on that. But I think a lot of the stuff about it being a setup is it, the first episode of Game of Thrones is a huge upset up. And I, can, I, I acknowledge you understand that. What I'm saying? And, I, and, and I think you're right. No, I, it's missing I, that hook. It's I, missing I, that I hook. recognize that. I just think I, and this isn't, I just think it's a challenge with the characters they've picked. There's no one, there's no one that's very lively in this show. You had Robert Baratheon coming in in the first episode and going, you go fat. Yeah. And then they have a nice big laugh, a nice moment together. And there's love. And I don't feel any of that i well, maybe between uh, ranra and like her and her uh and her uh, friend her handmaiden i'm not really sure so i mean i hate to say it, the, the thing is is like okay. they put i i mean they put this whole like, first you... episode on the sh shoulders of matt smith who's the most charismatic person out of the whole entire show that they have and the most well-known person they have in the show but right even now. then you're like that so, was not that really it's not fair to him and in a way yeah. it, it, it it all rested on him being 
the most cares the one who stole the scene you know because he is the most well-known and the most quote-unquote like the, the top yeah on that. so that's the thing and you have to remember like i don't know i think we expected like sean bean to be like the veteran but sean bean's character was not the person who was supposed to steal the scene do you know what i'm saying and he did for me i mean he was very I mean, good he was, he was good he was very good in the original but when he's put up against that... like a he, when he's put up against like a robert baratheon who's like so much more charismatic he is the sure. more toned down character right he is sure. like in this in this sure. if you want to compare game of thrones because obviously we're going to do that like his character is the viserious character in 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 the new version it's not comparable it's, to it's me. hard to compare them because they're two different families that you're getting right. to know like the targaryens aren't known for being like the lively fun happy bunch you know That's they're the they have their like, whole wide gamut of people what, what yeah, but this like, is they've, they've got like what, a dark history to them I, you and know I get and that, so, but you need to have people you want to root for and people you want to root against we have in my opinion one person to really root for and Rain, and Ray, okay, God, we got to figure out how to, how to say her name, uh, the, the the princess, Renee. and and the, I mean, Matt Smith's kind of a middling area right now. Like I think he's just kind of like the wild card, and I'm I they're not handling his character the way I, that I thought they were going to, and I'm very intrigued. But like we don't have many people to root against right now, and I'm just kind of like, and I guess that's maybe to be revealed. But I really don't feel strongly about any protagonist or antagonist in the story. And that makes me just kind of feel like, okay, here we go, I guess. I don't know. I kind of like that better because then it lets you choose characters that you like. You know, like in the first episode, like I don't need clear cut. I like I want to get to know the person, you know, the character, whether they're good or bad. I'll determine for myself of how I feel about them. Like, I don't need everything spilled or spelled out for me. You know, I, I can I don't think, I think that audiences these days need like this is the bad guy. Like they're more intelligent than that, especially coming off of Game of Thrones fans like they they you don't necessarily have to have the the line being drawn in the sand to be like you either stand here or you don't you know i'm not so saying a line drawn in the sand it's very very anything. difficult to not draw a line in the sand when you throw a child out the window okay so like that yeah that much is is thing but like i will say like you my feeling about rhaenyra if you want to say it's like you're you're you're, you're whether you like her or rooting for her you're like tepid right at best right tepid you're not excited I, you're like room temperature I, at best we more than tepid for her i'm just saying okay. she's the only My point one is, is i feel strongly about her as i feel about like daenerys targaryen in that first episode because i didn't like yeah, yeah whatever right. that's yeah. fair that's you know fair but i'm there's, as about there's enthusiastic no one about her as i am about danny in that first episode i don't maybe I don't a little more at least she's got a dragon that she's riding around already <laughs> that's cool you know more dragons yeah let's appease the people more dragons fine right. i don't care about that i just want more like i want to feel something for any of these characters and i don't feel anything for most of them and I I, that's not that. a show is supposed sure. to elicit like a reaction and a feeling and i don't feel much and i i, I again recognize that. that's that's you know based on you know previous you know and and my my standards are probably kind of high my guard is up but even that being said i still don't feel like i care about anyone really besides her and you cared about multiple people in the first episode of game of thrones and yeah, you, you really also like 
like Tyrion, Tyrion were you like John. Yeah, you rooted against multiple people as well. Yeah, the, you kind of like Tyrion, like you, you didn't know what to think of him, but you already saw this guy who was kind of stealing the scene in every single scene he was in. Like Tyrion was such a great character already. You already had somebody who you kind of root for, and, and even within like the bad family, you already had some. It's like the thing is, it's so hard to get. Like it's so hard. And it's not like. You're right, Smarch. It's missing the hook that Game of Thrones had. Game of Thrones, that first episode and that first season was a very, very special recipe, you know? And I hate to say it, and then while you were talking about how you were, like, uh, how you felt about Game of Thrones and how it, like, destroyed you, especially towards the end, is Game of Thrones became uh, essentially, uh, its downfall was its its own success. Once it became so incredibly successful and so many people depended upon it to become successful— way more people had their hand in the pie trying to figure out how to make it quote unquote successful yeah. and in the end it just it, it was just too much for everybody you know from the top down good point the level good of quality point. that they were trying to do and the, all the stuff and the, all the stress they put on themselves to be what it was and to continue being successful was ultimately its own downfall it, you could see it from the top down from coffee cups left on scenes and then never being picked <laughs> up during the editing process. They're like, that's, that's a failure well, from the top them. down. Right. Like when you work in some professions, like when there's issues like that, that's a, that's a clear problem from the top down from the very bottom person who was supposed to first pick that out when it was being filmed to the editor, to all the way up to the director who follows, saw the final cut, all that stuff is a top down, you know, up down all their problems of their success and that's the problem right now that they had right and coming into this they chose to shake it up they brought in different people to try to make sure that they didn't have those problems people who are quote quote unquote more hungry but unfortunately despite the fact that they did bring in more people that also meant they gave the upper echelon more oversight into these new people who hadn't done this before and therefore like you could see this show this first episode had a lot of like disjointedness because like everyone's like i feel like there's just a lot of people trying to get in and saying like we need to do this 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 and that and they're trying to please so many things and in the end they don't end up pleasing anybody like they don't end up hooking anyone do you know what i'm saying they're like yeah we want more dragons yeah. okay somebody the, the dudes up there said like we need more dragons so let's get the cgi guys up there to do some different looking dragons and blah 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 and how much you know like it's just there you can already tell they're being pulled from like a thousand fucking directions all right i mean right like to that point they i feel like i feel like they kind of said something to us as well now that i think about it that like they're they're probably they're like look this isn't that like we're not george is right the bar for game of thrones before that last season was like the moon you know i mean you can't get much further than how much people loved that show just overall the hype was real for that show like that was like what do you do on sunday everyone with a collective voice watching game of thrones whether you loved it or not that's what happened every sunday night when it was on air so this show has that weight on its shoulders and i think they were like look we're not that we're going to give you a different show and i think they're set like setting themselves with a lower bar is the safest thing for them to do because if they're like let's come off the gate fucking running and yeah and then you're gonna get all hyped and everyone's gonna be like yes and then four episodes in you're gonna be like what the fuck is happening but if they at least keep an even keel and keep you kind of intrigued with what's going to happen and give you good character development over the course of these 10 episodes then i think they'll have a, a, a 
if not commercially, then at least from like their financial standpoint, they'll have a success where it's not a complete failure, but it's a good show. It's got good characters. It's got something that people can watch and they're not going to like build a fucking religion out of, which is what happened essentially with some of the Game of Thrones. The problem without the hook is that it's a pacing issue, I think, for the audiences. The problem without the hook is a pacing issue. Like, if you don't have a hook in that first episode, you don't know what the pace of this season and the series is. And not having a a hook is a problem. Like the way I see it is Game of Thrones is a chess game, right? It's a chessboard. It's a big chessboard. It's a long game. It's a long game, right? We all understand it's going to be a long game, especially after seeing eight, nine seasons of whatever Game of Thrones. We understand it's going to be a long game. By that first hour of Game of Thrones, we expected more than one person to move upon. But that's so far all that's happened is there's been one move and somebody moved a pawn. Like, right, Dan? Like, that's all that's if, happened. If at all. If I've, at I'm all. Pretty sure just... They've spent no, an hour thinking about their first move and then somebody it's finally like... moved a pawn, if anything, right? Like, and you're I like, man, do I want to sit through this chess game and watch he, this? He moved a pawn. He moved he thought a pawn about at the it. end. He moved he a pawn, moved pawn at the he, end, but he used he his full his hour. All right, if, if I'm being generous, he's, he's, he's leaving his hand on the pawn and has not released his hold of it. Yeah. That is where I feel. And I, think, that's, I think he released it with the scene uh, where it's like that's, showing that's, the fealty that's a problem to, the, because to the new heir. That's like when you choice. go to Six Flags and you wait... You wait like for a one hour ride for a one hour line and then suddenly for some reason it turns into a three hour line and you and you've barely moved it all in those first half hour and you're like and then you like is this what, like Dan's like I want to get out of line like I've been there with Dan in real life and Dan's like maybe we should just leave like because <laughs> this one hour well, line turned into a three hour line I don't want to talk about line. six flags but like <laughs> but yeah I uh you know I I feel a lot I I I don't even think I think with season seven of Game of Thrones, I don't think it, the expectations were very high. They were coasting it through season seven and I was still okay with it. And that's all they needed to do. And I get that they've established a new this is not Game of Thrones. And I I like that about it, but that's impossible. That is impossible at this point uh to do because this show is this show could be middle of the road for the rest of its tenure. And people will still tune in every week, no matter what. Like, and that Which bothers me. The luckiest thing for them in the world. I know. I don't. You know, just that doesn't just because the last show was good doesn't mean you can just like fucking, you know, uh, sit I, it on I, I cruise this, and this, be. Anyway, this this show is like, if you're somebody who enjoys Game of Thrones beyond the the, the TV series, and you enjoy like the whole like reading the books and the, like the Hulk lore of it and like you love doing all that this is this show has first episode has done a pretty good like setup and and has satisfied i think like the game of Thrones like uber nerd who's like oh man i got to see like all these characters that i've read about before like they they showed a lot of interesting characters a lot of characters who are like from someone who like knows how this this is the problem with game of thrones right is that like a lot of people kind of know where the direction is because there's been books, there's been story. I, one of the things I talked in my first stream back after Game of Thrones aired, the title of the the stream was like, "Did Joffrey already spoil the the story of House of the Dragons?" And he does, and, that, and I'm gonna point that out in that first in that second season when Joffrey takes um, 
what's her name takes uh um Sansa? Sansa? Not Sansa. What is her name? Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah, Marjorie Tyrell. When she takes Marjorie Tyrell, Natalie Dormer. I was thinking Natalie Dormer, but when she was taking Natalie Dormer into like Marjorie Tyrell into the the sept, she points to Rhaenyra's great like crypt, and she's like, "That's Rhaenyra Targaryen." Like her brother's dragon ate her while her son watched. That is this girl. Like we know how this whole that. story is ends. We know yeah, how this whole either. story ends, and that's a big problem with a prequel. I mean, that every single prequel has about to deal every with. prequel. So how can yeah. you possibly be invested? You know, it's like how does this go from that? Like it's a very, it's a very tough thing to bra- to bridge. Is my point. Like, well, there's a lot of I, problems I, with being. I, a I didn't know that either, and I'm a little salty that I know that now. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, but, I wish but, you hadn't but, said that, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but even, but that being said, I that how often uh you know like you could say that about history in in our world how often is history proven true in the game of thrones and the answer is not always so maybe that's not what happens the the the, the, i will tell you what you said was missing was like the quote-unquote the hook right do you want me to tell you what they thought their hook was like the 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 producers are like we need a hook right like you everybody knows they need a hook it's the first episode right so the producers were like we need a hook right in a hook do you know what they gave they like the show thought their hook was the prophecy yeah the prophecy was the hook like that's which is like what are you telling me the whole point of game of thrones is the hook to this show like Dude. it's a very like hard yeah it's a very hard sell. i want to tell you guys i want to tell you it's guys i was starting to get into it right up until that moment <laughs> and i immediately like so this is leading to the terror this is again leading to not only what we might know the ending of this show this is leading to the universally panned ending of game of thrones so why should i care but tim <sighs> had a good point i'm gonna let him go my my point was if I recall, and I, again, I am not the leading expert of all things Game of Thrones. I've watched most of them once because it's just it's fucking convoluted. Um, but what is, like, why is there only one winter? Like, who's to say that there isn't a winter before this? There was a winter. They mentioned in Game of Thrones that there was a winter in the past. We are 172 years prior to Game of Thrones. There's you're telling me winter. there's not... There's not another great winter. So they say that the prophecy is leading up to a great winter where the they all need to come together. Who's to say that didn't happen before, like once before Game of Thrones? So again, you know, they're going to give you the same, hopefully they don't, but, you know, maybe they give you like the same concept of Game of Thrones, but it's in this era and not I sincerely that Game hope of Thrones. So. Because then I, it's a whole different thing. They can they can right the wrongs that they did at the end of se- this is their time to retcon. Is if they're like, look, let's give them a second winter, and instead of just having the fucking uh, uh, army get it, like you know, th- let's all remember that that fight scene. It was awful. I hated that that episode where they were like, oh, the, the you know the zombie army is attacking, and it was pitch black and you couldn't fucking see anything and then you get this big thing you're like oh you're gonna have this really cool fight scene between like Maisie Williams and the fucking uh, uh the uh, what do they call him the um the white Night king? king Night King and you're like yeah oh she just dropped caught the sword and stabbed him and it's over like that was the that for me was like I was like all right well I don't give a fuck about the rest of anything because that was why I was here so um mm-hmm. they can retcon that by being like oh look here's what 
a winter battle looks like against the forces of evil, against the supernatural things that are in this world. Because for me, opening with Dr- Shot of the Dragon, and hopefully there's more stuff like that. That's not what's like, Look, yeah, I, you're probably right, but like I'm not probably. Right. I mean, that's not what if like I'm the, writing. The, like, if I'm writing the show. This is what I, I understand would do, why okay? you would want to do that, but that's not what they're doing. Obviously, no, they're not the, the, the concept of the show has nothing to do with like ever. I I would be so surprised if they ranged past the the trident <laughs> in the show. Meaning, like that's how far north they go. They don't go. I would be so surprised if they even make it close to Winterfell by like a thousand. I mean, leagues. you you, <laughs> like, you for like half a second met a Stark. Who yeah, clearly but I, it's very angry. unlikely they <laughs> range north because from what we know they ne- they've never traveled north. Like southern armies don't go north. That's like yeah, we don't. Yo, yeah, who knows? Like maybe they'll just be like eh, oh, fuck it all. Like it's, no, it's we're not. George R. R. Martin just, didn't write I, these books. We're gonna write them. So who knows? I feel like a lot um, of it is like you're right. Dan is totally right. Like I I, I hate this. You know like. As much as I would like to enjoy the show without jaded glasses, I can't go into it without it. And he's totally right. This show, the first episode really did miss the mark on a lot of things. It really did. Um, I understand what it is, and I understand it is what it is, and I'm willing to accept that. And because, quote unquote, it is Game of Thrones, I'm willing to give it another chance. It didn't miss the mark on a lot of things. It lacked that hook that you really, really needed, you know, and it just, it, it, He's right, and, and you know what like sums it up perfectly. On the shock value, the feel of this whole entire episode sums it up perfectly with this this beautiful title I saw online, which is "House of the Dragon." Sex scene kicks off with Matt Smith as the saddest guy at an orgy. I fucking feel like <laughs> it's Matt Smith because that's really like this is like I hate, it's a metaphor for what the show kind of feels like. You're like it's exciting. I'm at an orgy. Well, there's a lot of cool things to look at. But, like, I'm still kind of disappointed. And I'm Matt Smith sitting here, like... You know, like, I, I feel sure. you, Dan. I'm, I'm going to, like, lean more towards you. Usually I'm, the, like, the the realist in the middle. I'm going to lean a little more towards Dan today on this. Because I, I think he's convinced me of that. Like, I totally know where you're coming from. I really do. I can sympathize. I don't want to be right. I want to like it. I th- I didn't. It's one episode. And I'm yeah. not going to stop. Well, I will uh, give it another. I will got, give it more they've time. They've got time. Right. So, and just because they chose not to go with a hook doesn't mean they can't build on what they've set. I just, I really hope that this prophecy they talk about is not the one that we see play out in Game of Thrones. I really, I really do hope Tim is right and it's its own thing. Uh, I, they have the chance to right their wrongs. Um, they, I, I, I hope, I hope they step it up. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Ultimately, I think. We can speculate and, and talk about this with, you know, we, we are all looking through, you know, some form of, of jaded glasses. But ultimately, I think it is a little too early to give a final verdict on the show if it's going to be good yeah. or bad or not. I'm going to start watching, of course. Tune in. We're going to try and get these to you like the night after. So look for more Game of Thrones stuff on Monday. I liked it. Drop I actually did. I will Game say I did like on Monday. it. Yeah, I, I had a good I will time keep watching. watching it. I liked it enough to keep I will watching say, if you want to, if you haven't seen this episode, watch it. See for yourself if you like it or not. Comment. Going into it, there is a trigger warning. I feel I am, I must mention this. It's the end of the episode, but there was. I feel like they did try and hook you with like a shock moment. You know how like there's always some sort of brutality or crazy moment, and in this one, it was not great. I I don't feel that this needed to be done. Where they had, um, they had like like a camera in the room during the world's first C-section, which was not needed 
at all. A thousand times. And it 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 was really intense of a scene. Even I'm sitting there like, ooh, like that's like, but it sets up a character, and I get it. You could have just set up the scene, and then cut away, and then come back and be like, oh, she didn't make it. Cool. Yeah. Like we get it. But I, like, did I, not, did, uh, I did not need I did to not watch enjoy that. Yeah. Most of that. No, that was rough. no, no. But um, I wanted to say that as a warning to anybody who it, it's been on the Internet. People have talked about it. But if you want to go watch it, just know going into that, there is something that happens in that regard. And it will be hard for some people to watch. Um, but I, I, to their credit, I guess it set up a scene, uh, set up a character a little bit more to see where his priorities lie. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, they, it was just really intense in, I guess, in true Game of Thrones fashion. It was very intense um so watch it let us know what you think in the comments um we love to hear from you as always uh look for more of these we'll be doing these we're also going to be doing some other stuff uh as well as far as uh, other content we're going to have you know other reviews coming along and who knows maybe we'll actually eventually do a core episode Psh, who knows um and then uh, keep an eye out for um, the new Versus series that's dropping, interviews from people in different nerd industries, games, all that kind of stuff. Um, otherwise, we've been The Modern Nerd, and thank you for watching.